evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore. I'm Hezekiah L. Montgomery, host of Man in the Mirror, along with our co-host, Michelle Johnson. Good evening, Michelle. How are you feeling today? I'm blessed. I'm blessed, Hezekiah. Can you hear me? I can hear you now, and I can hear you now. Excellent. We are blessed by the best and destined for success. It's Friday night again, and it's the third Friday of the month, and guess what? You know what that is. It's Perpetual Praise Friday 21, and we added something special since it's the Thanksgiving season, and we added giving added a day of thanks. So it's Perpetual Praise Friday 21, but we're adding giving thanks, a day of thanks as well, because, you know, during the holiday season, which we'll talk about, you take one day of the year to give thanks, um, as we know, and that's Thanksgiving Day, which is next week. So we're all looking forward to that turkey, that stuffing, that gravy, all the good things that, you know, come with that Thanksgiving Day and even our days off from work. We're giving praise reports tonight. And again, we're giving thanks and making that devil mad as we lift up our Heavenly Father. If you want to chime in and give your praise report, or if you have something to be thankful tonight, please chime in. Call in at 917-889-2271-or-log-in-at-www.livetalkradio.com-forward-slash-man-and-the-mirror. And let's begin our show this evening with prayer. Dear Christian Holy Father, we just bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for lying down last night. Thank you, Lord, for waking up to a day we've never seen before, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for love. We thank you, Lord, for grace. We thank you, Lord, for mercy. We thank you, Lord, for perpetual praise Friday, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for just being able to wake up in the morning, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that your mercies are new every day, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this season of Thanksgiving where the our country, where basically people all over the world are just taking time to give thanks. Lord, we just ask you just bless all those who call in tonight. Bless those who listen to On Demand, Lord. Lord, just give us everything that you want us to say, and we will never fail to give you all glory, honor, and praise. And we ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again. It's that time of month again. Yep, it's Perpetual Praise Friday, but I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure if we can back up what happened last week when we had Pastor Erica Stanley on here because she had a story, and that was a mighty story. Her story was phenomenal. It was so phenomenal that we have to have her back on just to continue that. And she's actually was on thing. She actually was, you know, being interviewed as for. On um, on a journalism program as well. So somebody was actually interviewing her, and as she was telling her story about being a pastor in the Baltimore area. So you know, I had to get the scoop first. That's just me. I had can't let nobody else scoop her up first. But I got the first scoop before we went on. And well, as I said, it's Perpetual Praise Friday, and again, the show is at Thanksgiving season. And we just want to continue to give thanks because, you know, and praise him. Praise and thanks is all we need to give. He doesn't ask for much. He asks for praise and thanks. So we want to give him praise. And I'm actually going to start off with a verse. It says, uh, this is Deuteronomy 10, 21. Excuse me, praise him. He is our God. And you have seen with your own eyes the great and astounding things that he has done for you. That's Deuteronomy 10.21, and I'll read that again. Praise him. He is your God. And you have seen with your own eyes the great and astounding things that he has done for you. And we have to, we have to remember that God has done so many marvelous things for us, even when we don't deserve it. Um, you know, he when we don't deserve it, he still has done it. He woke us up. He gave us mercy. We got travel mercies over the busy highways and byways. You know, you know people have act have been acting left and right. I just thank the Lord 
is as I'm driving up and down at busy highways this week, and this has been a busy week, I was seeing accidents on the road left and right. And I just thank God because it mm-hmm. could have been me. Sometimes I'd be trying to leave early, but the Lord shows me down. And I remember one pastor used to say, you know, you know, many times he was trying to leave early or get somewhere, but he never got out the way he wanted. And he could have been one in an accident because they're, they're happening. And, you know, I, you know, I may complain, but I just thank the Lord that it wasn't me because it's not easy when you, you know, traveling distance to go to work. It's not even easy traveling a, few, a couple minutes to work around here today. So I just thank the Lord. That's one of my testimonies just for traveling mercies over the busy highways and keeping me alert because, you know, many of us are tired when we get finished working and when you got to drive an hour or so. That can be, you know, time-consuming and, and tiring. But I, I just want to start off by saying thank the Lord for that because, you know, if it wasn't for his grace and mercy, anything could happen to me while I'm driving on the busy highways and byways. Uh, Michelle, you have any, you know, perpetual praise Friday thanks or any Thanksgiving? You know, how was how, how was your week? <laughs> That's a trick question. <laughs> this hey. week was horribly busy. Just a lot going on, a lot going on in on the nine to five, a lot going on outside of that, a lot going on in family home. It's just a lot that was going on this week. So what I what I thank God for is even in the midst of all of that, He's keeping me. You know, I've been able to do what I needed to do. He's blessed me to be able to, you know, sustain myself this week and not just really fall out because, you know, I've spent like a couple of nights up until one, two in the morning and trying to do things. And it's just a lot, a lot happening. But, you know, a lot of times it's like we have to realize that, um, God is the calm in the midst of stormy times when it's a lot going on that we can take refuge in him and we can sit in the eye of the storm in that calm space even while everything is going crazy around us and just take a rest sometimes, take a load off. You know, I I took some time. I, I thank him for even the thought to do this, but I, I took some time and put on some meditative music this week and just closed my eyes for a little bit to calm my nerves because sometimes we get so much in an uproar, you know, we make things worse by what we're doing instead of just learning how to calm down and and, and um, relax. And I thank God because that is something that he's showing me, shown me and showing me how to do to relax, to meditate, meditate on him, and give thanks. So I'm I'm very happy about today's show and, you know, the, the upcoming Thanksgiving holiday because, you know, it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to remember just how blessed we really, really are and how God keeps us and how he blesses us and how he just carries us through when we are, you know, having a rough time at times. And so I think that's something people need to always be reminded of and and that if we give him thanksgiving instead of worrying about everything that's going on around us, that he can just calm your spirit even in the midst of it. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, he does calm our spirit because... It's not easy. You know, many things are going on in all our lives right now. It's the Thanksgiving season. This is our 21st um, Perpetual Praise Friday in the past few years of the show being on, being, you know, on air. And But, you know, having a rough week, look, we all had those rough weeks when the kids are acting up, the boss is acting up, our, you know, people we work with are acting up. But, you know, David said, it's one of my favorite um, scriptures is Psalm 34, 1. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall be continually on my lips. You know, is it easy? No. 
but he said his praise shall continually be on my lips. And another, because I'm going to be giving some praise, some praise verses, um, scriptures as we go on. It says, Jeremiah 20, 13, sing to the Lord, praise the Lord. He rescues the oppressed from the power of evil people, the power of evil people. I read that again, Jeremiah 20, 13, sing to the Lord, praise the Lord. He rescues the oppressed from the power of evil people. And and mm-hmm. also, since we're talking about praise and thanksgiving, um, when I look up Thanksgiving, it says Thanksgiving is a national holiday celebrated in Canada, the United States, some of the Caribbean islands, and Liberia. It began as a day of giving thanks for the blessings of the harvest of the, pre- of the preceding year. Similar name festival holidays occur in Germany and Japan. Thanksgiving is celebrated on the second Monday in October in Canada and on the fourth Thursday of November in the United States and around the same part of the year in other places. Although Thanksgiving has historical roots in religious and cultural traditions, it has long been celebrated as a secular holiday as well. And that is so true. You know, we get so much caught up. Um, In my early writing years, I wrote something about what, you know, what goes on at Thanksgiving. You know, people, they start soon as, back then, as soon as uh, turkey was done and on a table, that's when all the Christmas things came out, all the Christmas commercials came out, all the Christmas stuff was up stock, you know, all the toys and stuff were out for people to buy. So, you know, we have commercialized everything in our country, and we completely forgotten about our Heavenly Father. We have completely forgot about how, what God has done for us. This country, Michelle, was brought up on religious and godly standards. We are so far left field right now. The only time we say, oh, God, is when something happens. God gets mm-hmm. his 15 minutes of fame at that moment, and then once the dust settles, we go back to life, you know, you know, as normal. We forget about God for that moment. Yeah, we call God when we need him. They want to take God off of the money. They want to take God off of, you know, they want to take God out of, they've taken God out of the school years ago. We're going to do a show about that because I have a lot of information that I can do some reach, research on, but, you know, but they've taken God out of, they've taken prayer out of school. As soon as they take prayer out of schools, they let the devil in. They've taken, um, oh. Take, want to take God's name and God we trust they want to take that off the money but every time they try to they're not paying attention that something is always happening first thing we always say let's have let's have a day of silence let's have a day of prayer who are you praying to if you don't believe and trust in God you know things Amen. are happening in Baltimore you know we want to keep that family in prayer of a you know, detective that was you know you know murdered but, you know, we want to keep them in prayer. Everybody starts praying now, but sooner or later, what happens? Boom, we're back to business as usual. That's what I want to say. We go back to business as usual. We're not, you know, we want to keep God out of everything. Hush, hush. You know, don't don't talk about God. You know, so much going on. I mean, so many religions around, but we forget about who God is. We got more religions than we have those that talk about God. We have to be, we have to get back to the grassroots of everything. We definitely have to get to back to the grassroots of everything. I just wanted to read that a little bit about Thanksgiving because it's a day, you know, from when I was in school, I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade, so we always talked about it. They told they told you the history of it. They say you know, when the pilgrims came over and, you know, celebrated with the Indians. We all we we see those stories before. We read those stories. But they lived in peace. Now that our society, we really don't even know what's going on. You know, I grew up with the parade parades in Philadelphia. You know, yeah, yeah, that's all well, nice and fine. But as you get older, as you mature, you find out what are, what are we truly thankful for. I think one thing we should always do is ask our children, what are they thankful for? You know, you know, ask our family members, what are they thankful for? 
you know, ask them. Say one thing that you are thankful for. You know, you're listening live with the man in the mirror with your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, and co-host Michelle Johnson, as we are having our perpetual phrase Friday 21, and since it's the Thanksgiving season, a day of thanks. You can um, call in at 917-889-2271 if you would like to, you know, give if you want to give a praise report, if you want to give a Thanksgiving report, if you want to give a day of thanks report, if you have any questions or comments, please press the number one, and you will be put in the queue, put in our queue. Um, and when it's time, the show will take over that. You can also log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror. And tune in, but we are having our perpetual praise Friday, and we're just talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're talking about praise reports. I, just, I have another phrase. I'm just going to go back and forth. You know, up until April of 2017, um, you know, not many of you know, I was out of work for like mm. almost, what, 18 months, and the Lord just blessed me with a job. And wasn't I know the first job I ever get, How many of us ever have a job they didn't have to interview for? First job I've ever had to go to that I had, didn't even have to interview. They just seen me working at a temp agency and see me, and that was all God, excuse Amen. me, and said, we want you to come work for us. And, you know, all the, I have a whole stack of papers that I printed of interviews and stuff that I went to. But it was only for the grace of God and his mercy that found, you know, a Christian owner of a company, you know, that said, we want you to come work for, work for us and we'll train you. And that was all God that was in me. I, you know, I spent 18 months or something like that trying to uh, get a job. But the Lord said, you know, what they say, Michelle, he may not come when you want him, but he's always what? Right on time. He's always yeah. right on time. So that's my prayer, people, because the year is almost out. I can't believe it. The year is almost out. We are winding down. We are winding down the time. And I just thank God because we have a little over, a little under a month and a half left. We are at that mark. A little under a month and a half left of this year. And I just thank God. So any of you out there who's listening, tell your friends to call in, 917-889-2271. Tell them to get online. We are here. We want you guys to give us your prayers reports because we are just having a good time in the Lord. I just thank the Lord for the scriptures. I thank the Lord for Thanksgiving. And I, I you know, I was spoiled growing up as well. I was a little ten year old kid growing up and mama always took care of me. You know, I, you know, ate the food, took me to the, you know, Thanksgiving Day parade in Philadelphia. So, you know, I was a spoiled one. Some some of us hate growing up, but that's like Sooner or later, we have to grow up. And, you know, we can remember those. They may be gone now, but they are always in our heart. We can continually remember, you know, those who have lost their parents, aunts, and uncles. You know, over the years, you know, both my parents passed and my aunt who helped raise me. But we still have family. We still have the cousins. I still have the cousins that I grew up. I always keep them in prayer as well. They're in Philadelphia. I'm here. But... We are all together in Christ, and it's amazing. You know, we all grew up in the church, and we all end up back in the church. We may go astray, and I've I've noticed that. But we, when those seeds are planted, you may try to go far, like the prodigal son did. You may try to go away, but that seed was always planted. When it's time for that seed to germinate, be watered, and the sun comes upon it, Sooner or later, that seed sprouts up, and there's nothing like seeing your family when they all go back to church, they all get their life together, and they are just doing phenomenally well because God never left them, and they never left God. They were just, they just, you know, took a vacation for a second. They, they just, you know, we do our thing. Our kids, the same thing. We tell them, we tell them, we tell them. Once in a while, they want to do their own thing. But sooner or later, it hits them. Well, mom and dad was right. Mom and dad was right. And I'm just having a good mm-hmm. time today. And since this is a, uh, uh, we have 10 minutes before our break, 
And since, you know, we're not just going to do things as normal, I see we do have a caller in the queue. So I'll let you take care of that, Michelle. Yes, we have caller Indian number 6562. Again, that's caller Indian number 6562. You are live on Man in the Mirror. What is your praise report today? Praise the Lord, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson. How are you? Hello, sir. We're doing fine. Amen, amen, amen. I was sitting here in place, and I said, wait a minute, they're on the air. Let me listen in. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, let me share. Um, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I think of Thanksgiving, and I think of, of and I think of uh, another word. I think of gratitude, and I think about oh, the, people, okay. the people in my life, the people who have spoken to my life. First of all, I, you know, I thank that, you know, I thank God. I thank God a lot for for his for his Holy Spirit, because you know, like you you were sharing that about folk who was raised in the church and left the church and came back, and 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 and, and unfortunately, I wasn't one of those, but it was it was through someone preaching the gospel to me, evangelizing, mm-hmm. and reaching me, and then helping mentor and disciple me, that to help come bring me to faith, and I think and I, and sometimes um, you know, we forget that for all Christians. All for God did we forget that person, that one person. Because so, for a lot of us, it wasn't a pastor, it wasn't a bishop, it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't a revival service. It was a one-on-one. It was someone we knew, someone who took time, someone who shared with us, and then someone who helped us grow in the process of of coming Amen. to know God and helped us through. And and I think that's one of the things I think about that gratitude that people. You know that in that having that gratitude and that thanksgiving motivates me. It motivates. It should motivate us all to continue to, to share the word, to pray for people, just to serve people, to reach people where they are. And I think that's one of the things that I'm most thankful for. And I think back to that pastor, to that that, uh, that brother that uh, that ministered to me, and 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 that really that motivates my my Christian walk today still as being able to go go to those who are not coming to the building. You know, that's that's one of my models, that's one of my um one that models, one of those one of my mantras. Yeah, see that I you know, I got education now. But um that's one of my is to it's to to go to those because everybody's not coming to the church and mm-hmm. and I just thank God that God has used me. You know, it that we because each of us should remember that. That someone spoke the gospel to us, someone came alongside us and kept us. Along, we you know our parents and and um and our family members. And then one thing, one more thing, I just wanted to share for those out there who 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 may look back on their childhood and have issues, and there was a, there was a whole lot of stuff going on. And it's one thing you have to be thankful for that no matter how your family was. You thankful for your family because they did they, they, uh, where you came from shaped and molded you for where you go where you're destined to go and the fact that you're still here and one of the things that I definitely like to share is that you know we should be thankful for our parents no matter what because some of our parents did the best they could with what they got with what they had I'm sorry and and as children we just see we you know because children were selfish but parents did the best they could with what they had. And we should remember that, that people sows into our lives, and they only sowed the best they could. You know, everybody didn't have everything to give that they wanted to, but they did the best they could. And sometimes we have to take time out for that in all generations, the old young and the old. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs., and uh, keep on going with the show, brother. How many years is this now? You're going on four or five years? (laughs) This is over three years with the show. Okay, well, that's yeah. what I said, four, five, three, five. This is the same thing. Amen. Amen. Working. Amen. My math is bad, so leave me alone. <laughs> Working on four. But we thank you. This is uh, My math is okay. You went to Catholic school. I went to public school, and we plus and minus, and it all works out. <laughs> You're right. This is, uh, for those of you who don't know, this is our very deepest and dearest friend, um, Dr. Thomas Farr. From issues really, really, Christian really, men really, really, speak. People really don't think it's right. You say it like that. 
<laughs> you know, he is a great man. We met through Maria Wall, who, you know, with the Wall Foundation. She, you know, she was our mentor, still is our mentor with the Blog Talk Radio. And, you know, we met through her and have been friends ever since. Many times I listen to his show. He comes on and listens to ours and help. I've been on his. You know, we just have a great camaraderie. Only God can do that. Because God can't, you know, you know, men need men to help. Men need men to support. Men need men, you know, when they're going through different things. And this is how we met. And it, I don't think of any other greatest way for two men to meet to have something in common that we're out here trying to spread the gospel, spread the word, and help other people. That's all it is. Our mantra is real people, real stories, real overcomer. Everybody has a story. Everybody's been through something. So with you know he has a story himself he's been on our show so we all have a story and you know I like what he said is you know what we don't know if our parents do the best they can with what they have we may be up we don't understand that we ain't understand that when you small but as you get older you you know you understand it and you know I like the way he put it you know when you're old all of a sudden you understand they did the best with what they had. Because when you become a parent, then you get to, you'll understand, oh, that's why they did what they did, or they couldn't do what they wanted to do, because they had to do with what they had. Any comments, Michelle? You know, I wanted to say what he was saying fell right in line with what the word tells us, because it tells us that all things work together for the good of those uh, that love the Lord, who are called by him. And so we know that even though, you know, we may have gone through some bad things, you know, he hit the nail right on the head with that because we may have gone through some things, some, some rough, tough things growing up. But that is what those experiences are what has grown our faith, have given us a testimony have allowed us to have these experiences so that we can experience some some sympathy and empathy for people who are going through the things that we've gone through. And God will certainly put people right in your pathway who can benefit from your experience, your testimony, and and your praise, your your word of praise for God in that certain area. You know, so that is something that definitely – I agree with, and we need to sometimes remember that because that's how people, I think, get depressed about their circumstances um, as opposed to realizing that those circumstances shaped and molded them to be the man and woman of God that they are today and have given them that testimony to share. And so, you know, it's not all roses and it's not all, you know, happy skipping down the lane all the time, but those things are part of our growth in Christ. So we need to, you know, accept them and and um, move and grow from those things that have occurred from us or to us. Amen, amen, and that was a good time for us to go on and have our take our break. Um, we have a few notes from our sponsors, supporting sponsors, Music Instruction for All Learners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 and set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. Please join Music Instructor for All Learners, Inc. as we're hosting our second annual dinner recital fundraising being held at Masterpiece Community Connection Ministry on December 9th, 2017 from 4 to 6 p.m. It's dinner and music, and you're going to hear how hard our students have been working. Ticket prices are adults, $35, and children under 12, and college students are 20 for more information, please visit our event right on our page, which is located on our website, www.newfileinc.com. 
Coming soon, the remake and rebrand of our first of my first novel, Rediscovering Kai. Two years ago, around this time, I redid the ebook. Well, now, and we're not, now letting Taishina Davis of Purposely Publishing Creation redo the paperback, and you're going to love it, and you're going to love it as much as I do. Be the first to go. To my new rebranding page, which will be launched this weekend, and I'm creating for you. And if you go, put your name in there, you'll get an autographed copy. Trust me, you're going to not want to put this book down once you open it. Another supporter is our Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of four-figured women. Curvy Chicks of Boss Chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project. We will be back in a few minutes. And since this is Perpetual Praise Friday, we all have to continue with every praise. Let me hear the worship
listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, and co-host, Michelle Johnson, as we are hosting, I like that, every praise, a perpetual praise Friday, 21, and a day of thanks. We just got off the air with a good friend of ours, Deacon Thomas Farr of Issues Christian Men Speak. Great man of God, great man of God. And, Michelle, we are just back live again. Just praising him, giving talks, you know, you know, praising him again, and t- you know, talking about Thanksgiving, because we know right now, you know, as we, as I said earlier, Thanksgiving is so commercialized that we are more worried about the food, more worried about the cakes and the cookies and the pies and the ice cream and the baked macaroni. Um, okay, let me stop. I'm getting hungry right now, but um, we're saying. It took me there for a second. But we are just so commercialized with our country that we have, we're forgetting about the true meaning of Thanksgiving. We're forgetting about it. And, and I say it again, we're forgetting about the true meaning of Thanksgiving, thanking God that you woke up, thanking God that you have a little bit of, you may not be, you know, our kids are so picky today, thanking God that you have something to eat in your refrigerator. You know, thanking God that you got clothes on, thanking God that, you know, you know, that, you know, your heat bill is paid, that, you know, thanking God that you got a roof over your head. That's what you call, that's what they say, I will bless the Lord at all times. It may not be good time when you want to bless him, but he said, bless him in spite of. I have a very interesting story. Uh, First time you 30. I'm starting at verse 1. It's the story of when David and his men were out, and when they came back, everything was gone. Wife, women, children, everything. And that story where David had to encourage himself. That's kind of hard when everybody wanted to look. We're about to kill David because, you know, he made, he let this happen. We gone, we left the camp open. And they came in and took our wife, wife, you know, and children. The Amalekites raped Ziglag, and it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziglag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziglag and smitten Ziglag and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captive that wherein they. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire. Their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive. Then David and and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no power to weep. I mean, they cried. They cried, they cried, they cried. Till they couldn't cry anymore. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam and Jezreelites, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him. Now, he's the leader. He took them on his, you know, away. And, you know, his, he was distressed. Because the soul of the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. And and then, but David encouraged himself in his God. Now, that is the hardest thing to do. How can we get encouragement when all hell breaks out around us, Michelle? How can we be encouraged when, you know, like Job, when, you know, when everything he had was just destroyed? How can we be encouraged when people are ready just to basically stone us back then, you know, you know, basically kill them because, you know, they were they were grieved and they blamed it all on him. But David encouraged himself and the Lord his God. You know, inside his soul he was praising God. He was getting up he was getting encouragement. Look, regard I don't know what it looks like. But God knows. I don't know what it, it sounds bad. Or it sounds, every time you turn around, this guy's coming. It's your fault. 
if you come return, it's your fault. You 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 we should have been here. But what did David do, Michelle? He said, the verse says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord. And I think that's, that's the hardest thing, to continue to praise him in spite of. That is the hardest thing to do, to continue to praise him in spite of. Any comments? I think that we find ourselves in that position a lot because um, – <laughs> Everything just doesn't go, you know, according to our plans a lot of the time. And, you know, people have had that saying or whatever, we plan and God laughs. Well, that's the reason why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we always have these plans, and that, that that is usually not the way that God wants that to go. And so we get so easily discouraged sometimes, so easily discouraged when things don't go the way that we thought that they should go. But we have to have that word in our heart and in our mind. We have to know the word of God. Because if you act, if you know the word of God and, and what it says to you about all the promises that God has made to you about how he's our protector, how everything will work together for our good. You know, there are so many scriptures in the word that tell you point blank that God has your back. He's going to bless you. He just wants you to do your part, and he'll take care of everything else. You know, we do the possible, and he'll do the impossible because that's where he's a God of the impossible. That's where he he resides in the impossible, and so he makes those things come to pass. And so it's it's not about our limited thinking of what should be or or even what is what we think we see. And when I'm saying what we think we see, we may be literally seeing that with our eyes, but we need to really learn how to look at things with a spiritual eye as opposed to a natural one. Because then we see the blessings of God in all that is happening around us and in our lives. We see how he's increasing us and growing us and and causing us to become a blessing, you know, to others. And some of that is by fire, by trial. So we have to know that word. And if we know the word, then, you know, the the word of God says thinking not strange concerning the fiery trials would come to trial faith. We should not be, you know, that mystified when things just don't, you know, go our way or even when we see things going a certain way in the world or around us. Like people have totally just become depressed over having Trump in office and things like that, and and I sometimes I hate to even go there because, you know, I'm I'm hoping that that whole thing is kind of dying down, as far as we we're just giving him so much power, and the fact that he is a he is a human, he's a man, just like you know we are. He's a human, so he's only going to be able to do what God allows, and that should give people comfort. In that, and whatever go whatever happens or whatever goes on, it'll still work out for our good. We'll still grow and we'll still, you know, be increased in God and our faith will grow in God no matter what comes about. And so we just need to concentrate on the word of God and on those things that he's promised us in the word and just concentrate on doing our small part because really, that that possible part is is really small a lot of times. A lot of times all you have to actually do is do things like believe. It just takes a, a change in your mindset. You just have to believe and God will do the rest. Some things you just have to to have faith because even though you don't see it, you know it. And that will that will cause God to move on our behalf 
we have to accept blessings. Some of us get blessings and don't don't know or want to accept them because they don't come in the form or fashion that we thought that they should. So, you know, our part is small. God does all the heavy lifting, and we just need to remember that. Hey, I, I definitely understand it. And when you said when it, it doesn't come in form or fashion, when um, it just jumped in my head because that's what, you know, the scriptures were saying that when they were looking for the Messiah to come, they didn't know how he was going to come. They thought he was going to come, you know, riding on a, you know, you know, come looking like a king and everything, you know, being a king of the Jews. But Jesus came as humble as could be. You know, mm-hmm. he was a surprise to them. He came as humble as can be. And when um, top, um, when Deacon Farr was talking about everything doesn't happen in the church, you know, people, everybody doesn't get saved in the church. Um, the Lord brought this to my mind that Jesus didn't even have a church, but he fed 5,000. Jesus didn't have a church, but he walked on water. You know, he did miracles outside. And, you know, for everybody to see, you know, he he, pre- he didn't have a synagogue. He preached wherever he went. Mm-hmm. So we're always thinking that we are the church. We're always thinking that, you know, the church is the building. You know, the church is just a place that we gather. That's a gathering point, a, a building that we go into worship. But Jesus didn't always go into the temple. He was out there feeding the 5,000, talking to he, you know, he, you know, taught about the Beatitudes. So he was always out preaching, and he didn't have a church. He was the greatest preacher around, but he didn't have a church. So who are we to say that you only can get saved or, you know, you know, if a person says, I want to be saved, if a person says, I'm ready, well, well son, we're going to have to wait to Sunday morning till you get to church. And then we'll, you know, we'll do it then. Now, that young man or that young woman may not even make it to Sunday morning. And then we, you know, did them a disfavor. Instead of just saying, hey, we can do this thing right now. You know, I like I like my pastor. She said she ain't, you know, know nothing about baptism. But if somebody want to be baptized, she did it right there and then. Got her some water, got something, and baptized them. That's what we're supposed to do. We can't. We don't wait till we get in the church. You are the church. Mm-hmm. The church is in you. So you know, I appreciate what he said because that is so true. You know, it's not every. It's not the deacon. It's not the. You know, the pastor's not always going to be around. The bishop's not going. The apostle's not going to always be around. But you are. We are the church. The church. Is in us As long as we have accepted Jesus Christ As our Lord and Savior And are following his commands We you know, all should better lead someone To the Lord Who may want to know Even you know, even if they see you, in, see you at work They're watching you at work Just to see why you're so different They're watching mm-hmm. you Because the church is already in you you know, many of us have stories where people have come to want to know why are you so different? Because, you know, they know you. They know your ins and outs. But they want to know why are you so different? Because they see that light shining in you. There's many stories that people have said that that light, you know, that, you know, you know some people say they try to get rid of that light, but they can't. So we are the church. So don't worry, you know, like he said, that, you know, if someone comes to you, someone comes to us, we should be ready to lead them to the Lord. We should be able to tell them, even if we just tell them about God, plant that seed. God will do the rest. God will definitely do the rest. Even if we just tell them about Christ, God will do the rest. You're listening live with Amanda Merritt, but your host of the guy, Elm Montgomery, and co-host Michelle Johnson. Um, this is Perpetual Praise Friday. We're winding down to our last little under eight, nine minutes. If you want to, you know, give a praise report, if you, you know, you can press the number one on your phone, and uh, we'll let you 
chime in if you want to give a thank, thankful word. Um, we'll let you chime in. This will be on demand about 10, 15 minutes afterwards. I'll set it up on a page where people can just download and listen to it, review some of the scriptures. You know, tell us about man, man in America because we are here. Our mantra is real people, real stories, real overcomers because this show actually was, you know, is a byproduct, or shall I say, it is a byproduct of my book, uh, Rediscovering Kai, which is being redone to be rebranded by the end of the year or sooner. Um, it's the story of my life, and it's a, it's a roller coaster ride. That's all I can say. If you like roller coasters, if you like to be intrigued, it's a roller coaster ride. And a lot more will be coming sooner or later. You know, I was taking a break, but a lot more will be coming from your man, Heather Montgomery. You know, I was taking a little break, getting things in order, but a lot more will be coming, you know, because, you know, we want to tell people our stories. We want to tell, you know, because your story, as Michelle said, can help someone else. As um, Deacon said, can help someone else. Because, you know, we don't, people don't know what you've been through. They see you now, but they don't know what you've been through. Some people say, well, you look so good. Yeah, but you don't see where I've come from. You see the now, but you haven't seen the before. The before was all beat up, rocked up, messed up. But when God gets hold of you, me, anyone else, and you let God do what he's going to do, then the new you comes out. And then people won't even recognize the old you because in the dead, all they know is the new you. You know, you'll be like uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You come out unharmed with no smoke smelling. You know, we all know what smoke smells like, but they came out with no stench. And only God can do that, Michelle. Only God can do that. That's all I can say. Only God can do that. Um, you have any underwear under? Six minutes, under a little under seven minutes. Michelle, you have any closing comments? I just want to remind our listening audience that, you know, there's always something to be thankful for. Like uh, Deacon Farr was saying, to, you know, just for the for the things that are going on and how the Lord is blessing us, we just need to be thankful. And I think you mentioned about, you know, we can just wake up and be thankful because there's some people who didn't. It is some people who did not wake up. And so when we wake up in the morning, we are, you know, we ought to rise in a spirit of Thanksgiving right then and there. We don't have to wait for uh, our regular Thanksgiving feast and, and to say, you know, what we're thankful for at that point. We don't have to wait for that. We have a God who has allowed us to be able to speak to him through prayer and he hears us, and he listens, and he answers. And so we need to take that opportunity to really think about all the things that we have been blessed with every day because giving him thanksgiving should honestly be an everyday thing. It's not just done once a year. It's not just done when things are going well. Sometimes you need to give thanksgiving because that moves your spirit when things aren't going so well because it causes you to reflect back on the times that God, you know, was was blessing you and doing some things and, and you were having favor and, and just that God did these things for you. And he is proven by experience. He does things for us over and over and over time and time again, and we can pull on those prior experiences with him to be able to remember his true character and that he really does want us to be happy. He wants us to be healthy. He wants us to be blessed. And the word of God tells us that in so many different places. So we just need to remember those things and bring bring them to mind when we're going through something so that we can walk ourselves right out of depression. We can walk ourselves right out of disappointment we can walk ourselves right out of hurt and anger by going through those things that God has done to bless us. 
Amen, amen. I, I can't do better than that. You know, that is true. We don't want to walk ourselves out of any blessing because many times, we, you know, God sets things up for us. The verse says, choose, you this, choose ye this day whom you will serve. So man, yeah. we got to choose what we want to do. What we want to do. We all have come to that road, which I love. Narrow is the way, but Broad is the path. Narrow is the way, but broad is the path that leads to destruction. You ever, we walk this road every day, that road of choices. We walk this, walk this road every day. We can continue to go down the wrong path, which is broad. It's easy. Everybody takes the broad way because broad way, it's the easy way. But narrow is the way. And I want to get that scripture right. So I'm going to look at, it says, Matthew seven thirteen and 14, enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So, you know, few find that road that leads to life. Because we want to, it's bigger, it's better. Let's go that way. But we don't want to take the hard road. You know, we don't want to take the road that's going to lead us to him. And that's what, you know, he was talking about. I'll read that again. Narrow and wide gate. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate, and now the road that leads to life, and only few find it. So basically, that verse is only saying only a few choose life. So continue mm-hmm. to praise him, continue to uplift him, continue to be thankful. Get your family together. I want everybody to get their children together. And ask them to mention one thing, because kids don't want to talk. But get them to mention one thing. This is a time. This is a time for family. Many people are going to be on the road leaving town, so we want to keep them in prayer as well. Many people, many churches are doing, you know, Thanksgiving baskets and stuff like that. We want to keep them in prayer. We want everybody to leave safe. We want everybody to come back safe. But again, get all your children around and say, just say one thing that they're thankful for. Parents, you do the same thing because you have to lead by example. But get them to say one thing that they are thankful for because this is the praising season and this is the thanksgiving season. And we Amen. want them to know. We don't want them to take anything for granted that it's not, it's, we don't, it's not hard to say thank you. But many of us don't understand how to say it. Many of us don't do it. It's a two-syllable word, thank you. Two words, thank you. Thankful, two syllables. So continue to keep lifting him up. Continue to be thankful. Have a blessed and wonderful Thanksgiving season. And we, you shall hear from us next week. This is Hezekiah L. Montgomery signing off. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.